Hi, you're listening to the Abundant Encounters podcast, and this is Mary Marsingill. We're so honored to have you. And just quickly, before we get started, I wanted to remind you to rate this podcast and give positive reviews anywhere you're listening, Apple, Google, and others. Just talk about what you're experiencing, or especially any encounters that you felt like you had during an episode. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could take five seconds right now to pray for our podcast and ministry to succeed. Five seconds might not sound like much, but we believe that our collective prayers will make a massive difference and protect and prosper these ministries' efforts to glorify and exalt Jesus. Our hope is simple, that people have real encounters with Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. Please join us now for just five seconds to pray. Thank you so much. Here's Josh. Hi, welcome to a new episode of the Abundant Encounters podcast. My name is Joshua Marsingill. I'm delighted to be your host today. The encounters are real. God is real. We're here to help you press in and steward your own journey with God. And I hope we have some good tools that you'll you'll enjoy uh, to share with you. Uh, the way this podcast works is it just basically starts with the Word of God. We pray and then we start reading the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. That's two things, faith and hearing. Uh, we believe that as you listen, you will, you will gain the ability to hear better and you will increase your faith and uh, in doing that we go right into uh, some teaching and then an activation and in the activation we believe that you'll be in the best possible position to just hear from God hear from God you know he's got something to say to his sons and daughters we are his sheep we hear his voice it's all true it's it's wildly true and uh, the spirit life is real Thank God for God, you know. The our, the world around us would have us just continually pressing into soul uh, solutions and things like that. And those are they they can be good, but um, God is the giver of life. He is the resource, the source of all things. And so when we when we go to the Spirit for help and solutions we begin to really um, begin to uproot the the things that uh, have stifled us in our lives now I don't know about you but I just don't have time to uh, play soul games when there's a real solution out there So let me pray and we'll get into this, Lord. Lord, 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 thank you, thank you. Lord Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you. Father God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are holy, you are holy, you are so holy, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you, we adore you. 
I take the authority that you provided to us right now in the name of Lord Jesus Christ, and I command anything that would hinder this time to cease and desist, to be removed right now in Jesus' name. Go to Jesus Christ. Go to Jesus now. I command it. If it's not of you, Lord Jesus, then just go now in Jesus' name. Bind it up. Lord, I release heaven in Jesus' name. Heaven come. Pour down all around us. I pray that our senses can begin to feel it, to experience it right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Just begin to thank Him with your own mouth. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It says to enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go ahead and enter his gates right now. Just thank him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Walk through those massive gates. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Today we're going to be reading from Romans 13, and we're reading from the Mirror Bible, of course, and uh, we love this translation and recommend that you purchase the wonderful app uh, for $20 that uh, has the Mirror Bible, the commentary is why you buy and read this Bible. Uh, It's also a really beautiful translation, uh, but the commentary is going to make you think. It's really something. I'll get right into it. Submit to the authorities with your whole heart. Any authority only has its relevance in God. God is a God of order. To rebel against a God-ordained structure of authority is a criminal offense. Rulers are there to encourage good behavior and frighten off any evil intention. They represent God's desire to protect you and to do you good. The sword they carry is not for decoration. They know how to use it against evil. Do not let fear of punishment be your motivation. Rather, embrace a good conscience. The taxes you pay is to show the government that you support what they represent on God's behalf. Fulfill all your obligation to the government Whatever the tax is that they require of you, give them their due honor and respect. Remain debt-free. The only thing we owe the world is our love. This is the essence of the law. Love makes it impossible for you to commit adultery, or to kill someone, or to steal from someone, speak evil of anyone, or to covet anything that belongs to someone else. Your only option is to esteem a fellow human with equal value to yourself. Everything love does is to the advantage of another. Therefore, love is the most complete expression of what the law requires. You must understand the urgency and context of time. It is most certainly now the hour to wake up at once out of the hypnotic state of slumber and unbelief. Salvation has come. It was night for long enough. The day has arrived. Cease immediately with any action associated with the darkness of ignorance. 
clothe yourself in the radiance of light as soldiers would wear their full weaponry. Our lives exhibit the kind of conduct consistent with the day, in contrast to the parade of the night of intoxicated lasciviousness and lust, with all the quarrels and jealousy it ignites. By being fully clothed in Christ makes it impossible for the flesh to even imagine to find any further expression or fulfillment in lust. Jesus is Lord of your life. Paul longs for us to have the kind of peace that Jesus has paid for. He's He's uh, bringing us to this place of like, you know, those Romans, if we could just get rid of them, everything would be better for the Jews. You know, that's, that's what he was living and, you know, the statement was formulated in just absolutely amazingly intelligent ways and so many shared a consensus that, gosh, if we were just free from these oppressors then everything would be okay and Paul like reshapes this whole idea by saying listen authority is a thing that God invented he decided about it and if you think of it that way then no matter what comes you will be free. You will be yourself. These things won't be pulling on you. You'll be pulling on them. This amazing shift in uh, just position, spiritually, intellectually, it is a life, life-changing, game-changer kind of thing. The peace that is available to us in Christ Jesus is, I mean, it should be, it should be illegal, you know, it's just like, wow, we should at least feel a little pain, shouldn't we? But he's like, listen, let's reframe all of it. Everything is pure to the pure at heart. There is always a better way to see things. There is no bitterness in heaven. God is not upset. He didn't fall off his throne, as some have said. He has not given up. He's not fed up. He's not anything. He is God. He's never changed, and he never will change. And he knows that the only true authority that there is is his own. Uh, He gave us assignments here. He has decided that in this life we would have this planet here and we would tend and keep it and we would have a charge over it. So God just says, hey, listen, I I want them to be in control. So... Even though I will remain in charge, they will be in control. 
And authority works like this. Remember the centurion, he has a sick uh, servant. And uh, he tells Jesus, he says, you know, just, just say the word and my servant will be healed. Jesus marvels at his faith. He, he makes a big deal out of a show of it. Some translation says that he kind of put him on display in front of the, the followers there. Says, not in Israel have I seen something like this. This, is, this man understands authority. He gets it. You know, the place of faith that this centurion man was coming from was just, it's a, it's a higher position in reality. It's like, okay, so you're Jesus. And so that means that everything, everything is under you. So you just say the word and that will heal the servant. So he's not down on the ground, you know, in a sense saying, uh, you know, I don't know if anybody can help me. He's saying, listen, if this is what you're saying is true, then you're, you're God and there is no other God. And so, so your position <laughs> puts me in a position where if I'm going to ask anything from you, then I'm going to ask you to just go ahead and heal my servant to say the word and he'll be healed. I remember with COVID, this was a struggle, you know, it was like, uh, you know, I mean, maybe I don't ever understand everything, Lord, but you know, you're still God. And if uh, COVID is a global virus, then you're a global God. So in Jesus name, kill this thing off. You know, we command it, we send it out. And you know, maybe that didn't happen exactly like I thought it would, but it did begin to lose its power. I remember a time when people were dying left and right. And, um, you know, it's still devastating. It's still unfortunate, of course. But things have changed. And um, I just remember when I was a kid and it's probably, I mean, you know, at least as far as I've understood it, it's probably one of my first encounters ever with the Lord. And I didn't know it, it didn't have the language to understand what was happening to me, but as a little kid, my mom had just told me that, um, you know, several nights before that, and I tried every night since then, she told me, you know, when you pray for people, you got to pray everybody's name and ask God to bless him or something like that. It just sounded so complicated. And uh, my little five, six-year-old heart and brain were just like, man, I don't think I can remember everybody's name. And I was so stressed about it. I remember being very stressed about it. And and I'm thinking one night, and I'm like, I, and I was trying to go through names. And, and, um, and then I just went blank on somebody's name. And I said, ah, and I got stressed and and I heard a voice talk to me and say why don't you just say God bless everybody in the world and um, and I laughed I remember laughing I was laughing with the Holy Spirit I know that now uh, but you know when I was a kid I just didn't I didn't get it you know but 
but it was still a wonderful experience. And, um, you know, looking back now, I know it was an encounter with God. But um, <laughs> what an awesome thing to do to rehearse your history with God. But, you know, the point is, God was growing me up in that moment. He was giving me a uh, upgrade, um, as Graham Cook would call it. <laughs> you know, but he was, he was elevating my understanding to a place of, um, you know, what, what sometimes is called adulthood. It's, it's just this place where we can see everything uh, from above. It's perspective. You know, people generally go through phases like where, I mean, you know, they can get really, really dark. We can go in dark places as human beings. I mean, we can be like uh, everything in life is meaningless and just nothing. And that's kind of like the bottom. And, um, you know, a step up from that is... Um, you know, I'm meaningless. I'm nothing. And, um, you know, it doesn't sound like much of a step up, but that's a step up. And, um, you know, it's like, and then a step up from that even is, you know, everything else is good, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not good. It's still better and so on. It just keeps going, like little increments. And then at some point we're saying, we're... You know, I, I'm great, but but they're not. You know, and um, and then uh, you know, I get. I remember in this from Tribal Leadership, which is a fantastic book and business circles. But um, anyway, so so we get to this place and we're like, uh, I'm great, but they're you're not. <laughs> yeah. And that's actually still a little bit of of uh, a revelation, an up, an upgrade. A glory to glory kind of thing, you know, and then it's like you get to this place where it's like uh, we are great, and then there's even this higher place. It's kind of the highest place that we know of, at least, and that's like where you're like, you know what, life is great. In that place of life is great, we have access to understanding that things the chips are going to fall where they are going to fall and and it's not a hands-off kind of thing it's like no no like so when jesus is available and he is available then what i pray in accordance with his will and his will is to bring heaven to earth by the way so there are some things he wants to do and so you know he's not just laid back sitting around doing nothing either he's ready and his angels are ready to move when we command and that is how authority works and i'm just talking about authority here you know and so when we go to romans 13 and we're looking at this unfold and paul's like listen don't rage against the authorities don't do it don't don't even think about it you know like that's just not the way you we want to we don't want to be stuck in that i'm great but they're not we want to be alive in this reality of you know what god's in charge i'm in control and um if someone has authority it's because god gave it to him and um and i 
can learn and be instructed by that because life is great and God's cause and purposes for having me be in a fallen world and a fallen reality is always going to be good everything about God is good and what he's up to is good and just no matter what I mean it could be the darkest thing and you could be like you know what I'm still suspicious that somehow he's good and that is where peace will absolutely consume your thoughts and your life because you're not trying to push anything or everything is just pulling you and you're you're just and that's where your life is going because you're you're designed and you have a purpose and you living in that purpose is not you pushing against things that would hold you back it's you you're pulling your destiny into your life no matter what it takes there's more strength there than there could ever be in any other position. That is authority. That is adulthood. That's you being childlike and believing and having faith in a God and being an adult in the ways that mean that you make the decisions that matter to the cause and purpose that God has put into your life. It's both. And there's such great peace there. The Christ life is wonderful. There's really no other option. And it's worth everything we have. It's worth our full surrender. So let's do this. Let's, let's have the Lord take us up with our perspective. I've done this before, but it's always helpful to do this exercise. This exercise is really helpful. What I want you to do, you know, if you can, take your shoes off or something. Um, close your eyes. Imagine yourself. Imagine yourself in heavenly places. You're in heavenly places. I mean, there's some things you've heard about this place. Maybe there's a sea of glass. There's uh, elders around the throne. I wonder if they're disciples, you know. I picture those guys from The Chosen or something. You know? Like, just standing around. There's a great cloud of witnesses. Those are, those are the relatives that have passed on, or friends. They're all there. You know, cheering us on. And, um... There's angels, there's so many angels. Big ones, small ones. They all have unique features, things you've never seen before, you know. And um, it's a throne, the throne of God is in there. There's a river flowing underneath it. Um, it's just, it's so beautiful. There's more colors than you've ever seen. I've heard people talk about that a lot. I've, I feel like I've seen colors that I didn't really understand in dreams and things like that. And um, there you are. And what I want you to do, if you can, if you, um, is to actually physically lift, put your hand out, uh, your right hand. And, um, and uh, Jesus is going to grab your right hand. Let him grab your right hand. It's Jesus. Jesus is right to your right there. And he says, I'm your advocate. 
Go ahead and physically put out your left hand now. And, and Father God, he's going to grab your left hand. And he, he leans over and he says, I'm your defender. And then take a deep breath in. And that's the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit says, from, from within your ribcage, from within you, he says, I'm your counselor. That's right. And just take that in for a second. You, you got your advocate. It's Jesus on your right. He's holding your hand. And um, on your left, you've got Father God. He's holding your hand. He says, I'm your defender. And the counselor is within you. And, and feel him. Begin to bring in your other senses. Feel him smell and uh, use your imagination to see and and hear what this place just sounds like and the reverberation of the saints and they're cheering and there's there's joy and there's holy 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 around the throne holy 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 they're just enamored with God's holiness holy it's not a religious thing they're just absolutely in shock and all holy he's holy and you you just you're hearing all this and there's all this beautiful like orchestra of praise and joy and you are fully and very well represented here and uh, the Father's love has surrounded you. It's like the oxygen. It's the thing you're breathing in. It's the love, the love of God. And here's what we're gonna do now. Uh, you just in, just begin to feel and really press into all that. And uh, as you do that, God, Father God's not gonna let go of your hand. Jesus isn't going to let go of your hand. Holy Spirit isn't going anywhere. You're still in the throne room. Jesus reaches down with his other hand, and he he uh, just kind of draws a circle. And as he does, you see the sky kind of open up, and you didn't even realize that you were looking down at the sky, but now you can see it. And uh, and then it's just, and you're looking down on your on your current situation, the hardest thing that you've got in your life. And you're looking down on it. Just begin to look down. From this position. Of being fully loved. And extremely well represented. You got Jesus. The advocate. He's advocating for you. You've got Father God. The defender. He is defending you. You've got Holy Spirit, and Holy Spirit is counseling you, and you can ask Him questions. And if you, if there's even a little bit of unease about that difficult thing, ask Him about it. Ask the counselor, say, hey, Holy Spirit, I need your counsel now. I need to understand this, and just ask Him the question you need to ask Him. Be real with Holy Spirit. He's waiting on you to be honest. Sometimes. 
to just be honest, be real, open up. He already knows it anyway. It's okay. He's not ashamed. He can afford. He has afforded it. Do some work here. If you're dealing with anxiety or something like that, you've had anxiety, look down on it from above and do some work on that. See, this is where the war ends, right here on anxiety. Jesus is the keeper of peace. He's there with you. So an Amanda Cook song, really good message, really, really good message called Peace. Think about that. This is where the war ends. Finish it. Say, this is where my war ends on anxiety. Because Jesus is the keeper of peace. He's my advocate. My defender is here. Look out, anxiety. How dare you? How dare you? Depression, same thing. Depression, this is where the war ends. This is where the war ends. Stress. Whatever it is. Hopelessness, burnout. This is where the war ends. This is where the war ends. Got your counselor. Got your advocate, your defender. This is where the war ends. This is where the war ends. Be brave and ask ask Holy Spirit to show you, hey, I want to see it. I want to I want I want to see my life without that thing. Without that. Maybe it's self-hatred. This is where the war ends. No. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. I forgive. I release. I bless myself. Do it for someone else if you need to. Forgive, release, bless. Just begin to do work here. Learn to do this. This is actually from Colossians. And um, where Colossians says, imagine yourself. And Ephesians does as well. Like, Position yourself, imagine yourself in heavenly places. Take some time here. Be with God. Talk to Him, not about Him. And find your authority. Ask the counselor, show me my authority. You're going to find more authority than you can possibly imagine right here. Take some more time now and I pray blessings on you.
today might be a big new day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in his heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, he is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. We pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth that overwhelms and overcomes every deficit of this world around you and others here in this world. In Jesus' name. Come and visit us online at AbundantEncounters.com where you can find out more about our cause. We want everyone to have an encounter with God today. And on that website, you can find out ways to help yourself, help your friends. There's counseling, coaching, and articles available that will help you to embrace the lifestyle of encountering God. AbundantEncounters.com The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.